to give away our autism tokens. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that exactly. I think maybe maybe I wait till like very high market cap or something. I'm not sure. Because I have more diamond hands than <laughs> most of the autism retards. Some people are selling their coins for some reason. Doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so maybe there's like, maybe I do some giveaways like after certain market cap targets maybe. Um, and maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I have to create like a, some sort of Google form or some shit where people turn in their, um, their injective address and stuff. And I've got to anonymize my, uh, my tokens. So I might have to like, oh, I don't know, like maybe send them to an exchange and then like swap them out or something. I got to create a new wallet for them. <laughs> so I got to do some work to make that work anyway. But, uh, I've got plenty of them. So I also need to see if I maybe I can just buy some more. That may be one way to give them away. Hey, years. What are you doing? I'm trying to figure out how to distribute autism tokens. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas for you too. Um, everyone's talking about autism. I don't know what, what this is. Can you clue me in? What's going on? Something um, about an airdrop. Oh, is this what, oh, is this what coach wanted my injective address for? Yeah. mentioned injective. Is it injective? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you give him one? Yeah. Yeah. So you should have some autism there. Great. You know how to check Great. for them? Yes. You hop onto astroport, uh, dot FI or coin hall. Mm. You can search them out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll have a look. Okay, cool. I cool, haven't cool, done cool, that. Cool. Okay, this is good. Okay, yeah, this is great. Now, Coach did give people plenty of opportunity to, um, uh, like, be entertaining over, like, what, two years of bear market or whatever the fuck it's been. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like... That's been... cool. So he's given, okay. he gave away plenty of these, I guess. I think him and Midas were taking care of the, the deliveries. All right. Okay. Okay. I feel special because right, both I'm of gonna, them gave me like, some. I was like, hmm. Nice. Double dipping. I'm going to ask yeah. Midas as well. I'm going to send him my address. Yeah. Tell Midas you didn't get any. He'll be like, wait, what? Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So then I have to figure out how to get rid of mine. That's the other thing. Yeah. Um, it's the objective to like hand them to people. <laughs> mine are worth a lot of money if I dump on you guys. But, uh, well, yeah, it's not, it's not, this is not the goal. <laughs> Wait, we've gone from like discovering it mm -hmm. to dumping it and in, in less than a minute. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, the diamond hands in these things need to be people that like couldn't give a flying fuck about money kind of people. You know, it's just, we just enjoy the yeah, game. We just enjoy the game, right? So, like, 
I'm, but I'm debating, like, if I'm going to give them away, like, maybe I should do them over, like, certain market caps, you know, because the, the, the monetary amount becomes so much bigger, right? So mm. maybe it's like a schedule, like, okay, if we hit 100 million market cap, then I, you know, do a thing. And then maybe like 200 million, et cetera, and just kind of go all the way up. And that way, there's always something happening, right? Some, some yeah. giga giveaways happening. Hmm. Yeah. I expect whatever we give away will get sold instantly, though. That's the thing. That's the problem. Sure. Yeah. So how do we how do we mitigate that? I guess is the question. Yeah. There. You know. Now that I've said Hold up a second. Hello. Bobby, Hello. What? Is is this is this a giveaway? Yes, of course. Oh my god. So. Hey, I want to win a giveaway. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to do like. Maybe the answer uh, is ears. You know, Bruce is trying to figure out like what kind of DAP needs to be created. Um, I think what we can ah. do is create a, a site where like people can like maybe create like um, they can they can pledge their tokens to like some lottery system or something um, where people that come and like, you know, stick their addresses in, they could possibly just automatically get it at certain mm. like a certain level. Okay. Of shit. I don't know. Or certain dates. Maybe. Yeah. This way it's not it all dumped be... at one time, right? That's the problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can, uh, it's like proof of love or proof of play mm -hmm. or proof of, you know, like the, what's, what's the whole Bruce-ism? Like the mm -hmm. Bruce-ism is like the, like he's handing out to people who are like being playful and having fun and, and being kind and generous and all that stuff. So like, how can you make an app that represents that? And that's kind of that's the natural next step, but I don't know what the fuck that is. Maybe it's like yeah, Tinder, I mean, it's almost it's like it's almost like the coolest thing would be like a chain analysis where if you know you well, but the problem with chain stuff is like you don't know if wallets are unique. You don't yeah, know you don't like, even if you tried to say oh like see I if know. you if you gave your tokens to other people instead of hoarding them for yourself. Like I've got it. You know, Seth, you have solved it right now. Mm. We're going to do, um, what we're going to do is, you know, world coin ID. The, so it's like proof of humanity. It's so like we're going to make everyone personhood. get their eyeballs scanned for this. Yeah. Yeah. You got to scan okay. your eyeball. And if you can prove that you're a real person, it's like, it's like now, um, now we can award things to people based on their little world coin passports. Where, where did so, go? But, is he that busy right now? He, we need to get back on. We need to discuss this. Decide yeah. how it is we're going to implement all these things. Oh, look, I see Bruce is messaging in a chat. He's around. Yeah. Tell him to quit messing around over there and come over here. How many <laughs> fucking chats are there now? There's so I many chats. What he's doing over there. Too many chats, yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't keep up, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's, he's messaging. He's saying, get, get Wabby out of there. The vibe is pure. Get that, get that man <laughs> out of the space right now. That's what he's saying. I'm not joking. Bobby, uh, have you have you have you held tight? Have you held tight to your autism tokens? And have you come up with a plan to give any away? How do, how do, how are you coming along? Yeah, I I uh, I'm giving them all away to my community. So I'm doing the giveaway on the 25th for Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. But so, how, how are you going to pick the community members? They're not just going to dump them, though. That's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know what else to do, man. Um, well, I guess dumping them's fine. I mean, you got to distribute them somehow. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever it takes to get the so, uh, coins into more hands. Lower prices for the coin also get coins into more hands too. So it may not matter really. Here's the coach really message you that brother. Yeah, he's really, really cross with you. <laughs> Say what? He's really angry with you. He's really angry with you. How do you have to be to believe ears about anything? Yeah. Yeah. Ears is, uh, he's something else I see. <laughs> he's something else. I'm sneaking around. Sneaking around. I think, uh, I think Bruce is mad at you because you didn't shill autism yesterday. I saw you shilled three other meme coins in a, in a, in a comment. And uh, Bruce was really upset about that. <laughs> yo, yo, guys. How's it going? Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. I was wondering, shall we decide uh, the winners for my giveaway? The 10? Oh, do you have some winners uh, that you've considered so far? I think I'm going to run it through... Remember the goal. The goal is like you're trying to give it to sort of like uh, worth of people. happy crypto, happy crypto people who are not just like uh, greedy bastards. Okay, true, true, true. That makes sense. That's the goal. That's, it's, that makes the sense. goal is not just to I, give I these to things run away it just random. Twitter picker, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> then I guess. Yeah, I'm having a problem where everyone that I know already got a bunch of autism. In fact, like mostly more than I did from Bruce. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know who to give this to. <laughs> So we're gonna have to go out and make friends then. Yeah, that's I guess. What, I'm, not, I'm not good we're gonna at have that. To find, yeah. We have to find but worthy it takes people. Time, Sophie, to decide. It does take time, but that's it's okay. Years to yeah. find you people. Yeah, but I, I will not be able to do it tomorrow, obviously, and then the day after, and the day after, probably not either, because of family stuff and Christmas. So yeah, well, but I, mean, I kind of want to give it away time. on Christmas. That that'd be cool, right? The the more the more sort of like. Um, we drag this out, the better, right? Because it's just more attention. Okay. So okay. we don't want to have all the fun in like one week, and then like everyone, you know, forgets about it. So people still have the chance, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. uh, pin the tweet then. That's what I'm curious to see. Is uh, you know, I'm sure Bruce has some plans to to keep it keep it in people's minds because uh, you know, you got to keep the attention on it, you know. Yeah, it's like if you kind of recognize some legit um you know, people in crypto, then you kind of like, you know, s spread the wealth to those folks. You know who I need yeah. to give some to? I should give some to, I don't know if Bruce gave any to Dimitri, who'd made the Zephy wallet. I should give some. I would not ask you about I that, actually. Oh, he didn't get any? Okay, I'll, I'll send it. Yeah, he some. didn't get any. Okay, that works. I'll get it. But some. he also has never used Cosmos, so this would be a great um, introduction for him to play around in the eco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? That's the I funny just, thing is how I many people have, have like learned how to bridge to injective through this. It's been like constantly like people are like, how do I bridge to injective? So it's like autism is just onboarding people. <laughs> yeah, you were saying. Yeah, I'm a bit I'm a bit sad that coach didn't find me worthy. I had to buy it myself. Well, I think the thing is, he just probably doesn't have like a clear list of everybody. So it's like, how are you going to remember <laughs> what to do and when? There's so many people that we meet in these things, right? So it's, it's hard Give to me, uh, me. Message me your your, your injective address. I needed someone to gift a little to. Yeah, but I'm giving away now. That, that make, doesn't make sense if I get more than I give away. It's, it's not supposed to make sense. Don't overthink this, okay? 
Okay, okay, okay. I see. <laughs> no, you didn't get a gift, right? So I need. I was just saying that I haven't found anyone who didn't get well, gifted. I bought, I bought it all, and I'm actually giving away that. That's yeah, actually, so that's what I'm saying. So, so I, my, I can refill some of yours that you give away that you paid for. I might need to like. I don't. I have to get sort of new wallet, so I might need to like buy some to give some away. So that might be the way to do it. I had I had already bought some on another wallet because I didn't know that that Bruce was I didn't know like when the gifts were going out. I was like, I don't know if I'm getting a gift, so I just bought some anyway. So I have a little extra. Excellent. Yeah, we'll have to sort this out. But I think some Help sort me. of like some sort of interesting like um app to facilitate this for people would be kind of cool. Like, you know, you like man, I don't know, some sort of site where people like put their injective address or something and then you can you can like distribute it that way or i don't know i don't know what it is but keep it's a good idea the but the problem is like thing. everyone here will just put their injective address in there because you or can't something can, like, yeah, it, like, you know? yeah 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 how do you how do you do this and you almost have to do it through dms one by one or something yeah, yeah it's not like you're gonna like ip track them or something that would be the only other method yeah whatever <laughs> you gotta know that that person is uh, the right kind of person you gotta you gotta spend time with them. You gotta talk to them. You gotta understand them. You gotta hear about their history. You gotta hear about what they have to say and their story. And if you think that they are gonna sell the tokens, that's fine. It's not can about. I, can that. I not just like scroll through their Twitter? You could I scroll can't. through the Twitter, but remember, everybody's just tweeting like whatever. Like you want to get to the core of of what what makes that person tick. You're uh, you're interviewing to see if they're a loving person. Do you still give it to them if they might sell it as a test? Is that is that the That's idea? Fine. You know. Oh, Wabi. Okay. Wabi. By the way, good call on the. Uh, it depends. It depends. Uh, I think when when they're selling. If they yeah. Immediately. Uh, then that's like a red flag, right? Yeah. Right, a few right. Guys, a few of our guys, we uh, we longed Avax and Soul. Uh. We long. Yeah, Wabi like mentioned Solana breaking out, bug. breaking out this morning. I bought some, and it's up pretty good. Yeah, thank you, man. That's uh, that sh that that should repay everything, man. I I thank you all. So I want to thank everyone here. My community is really grateful. I'm gonna do a Christmas giveaway. It's gonna be amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait, so do I have to pay a subscription to get this giveaway? Uh yeah, it's part of our Discord. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how many tokens are you giving away? Um, well, I traded. I traded on Soul, and I had to buy back. But I had actually sold, um, like a few hours after I got them, and unfortunately, that stack was used to buy Ninja. Sold that at a loss, and then rebought back in with another wallet um because i didn't write down the fucking keys to the kepler wallet so i had to you know do the whole fucking thing all over again um you can you can get it from the kepler wait, if you have you, the password are you telling me you, tr you you like you traded down your your autism tokens or what, what happened yeah so i had sold you right. fumbled that bag already how bro oh no 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 listen oh. listen listen okay. So I had sold, I mean, it's all on chain. It's all on chain. Like, Bruce. <laughs> uh, so I sold, and then a portion of that stack was used to get Ninja. And then I realized I made a fucking horrible mistake. And I'm like, let me, let me go on fucking Solana. 
And um, yeah, I got some shit coins on Soul. Those did good. And then I saw Autism today was down. I'm like, shit, you know, let me get back in. Cause it's, it's not really that much higher from when I sold. So I'm like, yeah, let me get some and some injective and I'll give it away. But I'll likely give out more injective though, to be honest. Um, like the, like, <laughs> like some of the community, like is having difficulty going on injective, um, to get those assets. It's really fucking hard if I'm being honest with you, man. Um, so it's really not that hard is the funny for, thing for us, it, for it us. Seems, yeah, I was going to say, it well, seems for, extremely for difficult, it was difficult to too. for me. It was fucking It hard. took you half a day, dude. Yeah, was, I don't understand. I honestly, like, I, I do understand. Like, well, it's because a lot of these exchanges don't have native injectives. It's paying the like, yeah, it's, right. it's so it's it's uh, I think, but like, really, though, like, send osmosis swap to a coin, withdraw. Like, it, it is, it is not that hard. Like, I'm gonna, I'll die on that hill. Yeah, but then you have to go on Astroport, and sometimes <laughs> when you put the contract address, it won't load. I think it's easier you don't need the contract address you literally just search the word it's It's like google it's it's easier for things to be on soul that that's just fact no you're just on soul so you think it's easier because you don't want to move your money to another place i'm gonna leave this space really really soon because i'm not hearing love i'm hearing i I love everyone sorry wabi got me incensed when he said he sold his autism i get upset yeah well that's uh uh, I this think I found the first. Person. I found the first person who gets some autism. Hey, I, I'm admitting it. At least I'm admitting it on stage. At least you're honest. At least I'm you're honest. Admitting it on stage. I'm an honest man. That's because you knew it was on chain. If it wasn't on chain and no one could see it, would you have told us? Yeah. Why the fuck would I lie about a <laughs> Okay, Sorry. everybody, shut the fuck up. I just got a message from Coach Bruce. This is real. This is serious. All right. Can can uh, can you hear me? I'm just checking. Okay. Yeah, all right, You're listen, he's in a dangerous situation. He cannot speak, but he wishes to make a statement. This is real. Number one, all this talk of giving away tokens makes him feel sick. Number two, we are not a charity. We are not philanthropists. We are not helping the poor, the needy, or those who beg. Three, autism has been distributed on proof of virtue. Four, this means that it has been distributed to people on the basis of their track history of behavior. Five, specifically, the amount of love, playfulness, humor, truthfulness, kindness they have displayed online over the last few years. Six, I think, proof of virtue means track record. It doesn't mean need. Seven, I don't care at all about somebody's personal situation. It doesn't matter if they are a billionaire or living in the streets of Dubai. Uh, Eight, all that matters is the love in their heart. When you must pass to, uh, on autism to others, it must be because they displayed virtue. Nothing else matters. The only way you honor the gift and the spirit of autism is by abiding by this principle, no matter what. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Announce this right now. Make it firm and authoritative. Okay, that's the instruction at the end. All right, you heard it, guys. I this think that's fucked up. I think you guys should be donating to the poor and needy. No, the poor and needy, like that's they have well, to show Well, if virtue. you want to do that, Christ, some of those poor needy people are poor because they're assholes. Yeah, or they're lying and they're just saying they're poor. How am I supposed to tell who to give it to? 
So the poor and needy will just immediately dump on your face. And but it also doesn't... <laughs> that so that's a strategy right there as well. But yeah, no. I guess... Uh, so virtue... Coach is right. Coach is right. Coach, is right. Coach Bruce is the greatest CEO that the world gonna, has ever have, known. Oh, don't do that. Listen, we're, we're going to have an that. issue, though. We're going to have trouble finding the um, the virtuous. This is going to be a task. Well, we're in crypto, so they pretty much don't exist. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, where are we going to find these individuals? So, okay, so that's what I was thinking. Is I have a cousin who's like, like real world, like, like severely autistic, and I was like, maybe I should just put some in a wallet for him, and like, when it hits a certain market cap, I can just sell it and give him like real money because he's not going to use this. But that would actually be kind of cool to do. I might do that. Hmm. Is he a virtuous child? He he's great, yeah. I mean, he's I, I still call him a child. He's like thirty two, but like, but yes, he's a great kid. Hmm. Okay. Let me ask you a question, man. Um, I know you're I know you're an older gentleman. Um, at what age, like, did you feel that you were becoming different, right? Because I feel like from the ages of eighteen to I would say thirty two, maybe thirty three. Most men are still like in that, you know, I'm I'm 25, but I still feel like I'm in high school or whatever. Especially like, now, because they don't move out of their parents till they're like 22 or whatever. Yeah. So. yeah. so, you know, like a guy who's 28, 27 right now, you know, even if they're big and bulky like myself, they haven't really gone through, you know, the hardship of someone say that was born and raised in the 60s or the 70s or even the 80s right you take a look at some of these sitcom shows you know the guys that were like 18 to 22 they looked like they were 40 right like if you they were literally 30 though like you should understand those actors were like 30 no 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 like if you look at um like sanford and brothers you know that show that says dynamite (laughs) yeah dolomite um his father was like 29 and he was he already had like a bald crane on his on his crown like his crown <laughs> already bald well that's they true i mean they did they definitely had kids younger dude and, and if you look at karate kid like karate kid uh the bullies one of the bullies like he was like 18 19 but he looked like he was you know 40 plus man you know so <laughs> so so Sefi, for yourself like not only physically but mentally what was the age that you reached where, like, I guess your conscience shifted from a young man to a fully adult male? Was it when you had your kid, or was it sometime before that? Oh, um, for me, maybe 15. Jeez. I started college at 15, so. Oh, that's right. A little bit different. I don't know if you're asking the right guy to get, like, a normal frame. <laughs> yeah, I'm not normal. Just don't forget, forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm not old enough to help you. I'm, I'm, you know, around those ages, but. Well, but anyways, yeah. I have something, I have something to say. I have something to say. It's a message of gratitude. It's a message of gratitude. And I want to give great, I want to give great thanks to Coach Bruce. Thank you, Coach Bruce. He is the backer of Because Bitcoin. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for all the partnerships. Thank you for all the gifts. You've showered us with endless value. People need to know. People need to know 
the amount of love that you have to give comes from the graciousness of your heart. The more you give, the more love you receive, and the more love that you give to everybody. Wabi, Wabi, you're not going to get another airdrop you suck up now. Can I say you're getting way better at sounding autistic? Coach Bruce is the greatest CEO the world has ever known. Coach Bruce. Coach Bruce. Coach Bruce. Let him get it out. Let him get it out. The greatest teacher ever. He is the crypto messiah. And he's still, he's looking for his 12 disciples. He has Sefi, who's his Peter. He has me, who's his Matthew. He has zero X ears, who's his Paul. He was once blind, but now he can see. The crypto messiah, Coach Bruce Wrangler. You're making me feel like the market's going down here. No, no. No, we're not talking markets here. We're talking love. We're talking gratefulness. It's the day before Christmas. And Coach Bruce is in a very dangerous situation. So we have to. Yeah, I hope he's okay. No one even. I think no he's pretty upset. upset. I think yeah. like. No one yeah. even expressed any concern for that. Mm. Everyone just said, okay, good. He's in a dangerous situation. Coach Bruce, you got this. We're here for you. Are you good? Are you good? Do you need assistance? Coach Bruce, you'll be all right, man. We're here for you, brother. Just channel your inner strength, man. Channel your inner strength. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Are we not? We're not like talking coins. I was going to talk about Zeph or whatever. Yeah, what's the latest? Oh, I was just wondering. Uh, so, how's that wallet? Is it like worth using over the the one that I already set up? Um, yeah. I mean, you you can't. I mean, you if you need it to use on your phone, yeah. Oh, okay. That so that's the advantage. It it doesn't matter if you don't need it, like. Right. specific for that but it's like ios is pretty secure though so if you use it you don't have to worry about like hot wallet issues right i don't have an iphone anyway so oh shit okay. Sefi, dude you no, were right about, about render Sefi, you're right about render brother what about it i'm looking at it right now dude it actually looks good for a breakout like dude bull markets are kind of like strange like that like you could just long resistance and you know, if you're okay with being underwater for two mm, days. Right now, all you have to do is pick anything that's above 50% above its prior high, uh, 50% of the way up to its prior high, and it's going to Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, think you, we're you can just get pretty a, much, like, close your eyes and pick those and just go for it. Do you think we're going to get a, a retracement around New Year's like we usually do? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't that's really worry about I, Those details yeah, it are, like, getting into those details is not really, um, like... It's not worth the time and effort because, like, yeah, things go up, things go down, blah, blah, blah. You just have to look at the general direction, I think. Yeah. This is why I don't try to, like, do a lot of, like, day trading and stuff. It's not really, not particularly useful in my view. It's I'm like, torn uh, right. too much I'm effort. Torn. Oh, sorry. I'm torn right now because I came into stable coins from all these meme coins. And I'm like, I don't really know if I should uh, put these in the market right now or not because everything's up a fair amount. But it's like, oh, shit, it looks pretty. Kind of bullish. Yeah, there's it's uh it's tough to say these entries are hard because yeah, they're everything's up and like the charts look yeah. good, but that can sometimes be a, a like that can be a false thing because um if everyone thinks it looks good, then like everyone's already in, right? So you have kind of this Yeah, exactly. You that's when you can get like pullbacks and stuff. Sefi, yeah. like Sefi, did you but, like the that I played for you at the end of the space? Um, I couldn't actually hear it. My wife called and it disconnected me. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. 
I don't know, Wabi. I think um, Bruce is pretty pissed at you for selling all your tokens. Why'd you do this? Like the whole point was that we're, we're supposed to be keeping them. Shame, shame. Oh man. no, I don't know why you did that. I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving the proceeds away. Have you ever been exiled, Wabi? I don't Say even what? look at what I don't even look at what they're worth. I don't even like it's not. Yeah, honest man. I have them in I have them in a separate wallet, just tucked away, so I don't even look at it. Wabi. Wagwan zero X. Yeah. Yes. 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 See the C token. Oh my God, Wabi. Listen. When you Why sold you? all of the tokens as <laughs> oh, soon no. as he sent them to you, you basically excommunicated yourself from the autism community forever. It's not my choice. It's not my choice. It's not my call. Uh, but it's just that's the law. That's the physics of the situation. It's gravity. It pulls you down uh, to the I, earth. I, look, look. I have no idea what we're talking about here. I've never purchased. Or received any form of cryptocurrency ever. Oh God! Ever. I don't even think this, this thing even oh, exists. My God. Bobby, group chats. There's one thing I was totally wrong about him. He's so funny, and you just ruined it. Like, what? What, what, are we, what are we talking about? There's. Terry, did you sell yours yet? No, I don't even know how to touch it. But I'm trying to send it <laughs> to some people. But I really came here to say hi to Ox ears and a couple of other people too. Don't worry, but I haven't talked to you in so long. Doctor K, what's going on? What's the latest? How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. You know, got a little um, autism, but I can't believe Wappy sold his. Yeah, we're all pretty disappointed. I've never, I've never sold anything. That was check the me. chain. Check the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was check me. The I've never, I've never bought. Any form of cryptocurrency. Um, I, I actually have all of my money in a money market mutual fund and bonds. Oh my god! You know, you would probably make more than crypto if you just did that and you just took subscriptions and you did the crypto stuff and you literally just piled it all into a bank account. You might actually outperform everything. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna tell Zero X ears about uh. Remember the story I told you, Sefi, about the guy from Mexi? I think um, I think Zero X Ears would honestly enjoy that story. Oh, I'm going to put it on the nest again. Uh, Ears, I think you might like this, man. Basically, this one guy, he uh, had some of his buddies. They had, they had money stuck on Mexi, right? Actually, you know what I think I'm going to do, Wabi? I think I'm going to use all the money I've ever earned in my life, and I'm going to short soul. I can't believe you've let I, I Wobby you the play. <laughs> you've been letting Wobby kill his projects for like days now. You should put a moratorium on his ability to do that, Sefi. Wait, hold, hold on. I made Sefi money. I, I, I've made Sefi countless money on Soul, on Celestia. So, hey, hold up a second. I knew about Celestia before you did. No, no, you did not. No, you did not. No, you did not. No, you did I not. I live I, in the cosmos. You understand? No, this. no, no, no. I yes. tweeted about. I tweeted about Celestia in 2020. I'm the founder of Celestia. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the founder. We've, we've been talking about that forever. So you didn't tell me about that. Yep. Yeah, I was talking about this um, like well before last summer, brother. So I'm the founder. Yep. As were we. Yeah, there's nothing new there. But yes, <laughs> I, I did pick Wait, up your, your your soul today. So there's that. That was a good. That was a good call, Ansel. 
Yes, I've been talking about Solana for like a year straight. Oh, well, then it wasn't a good call if you're just talking about it for a year till it goes out. My sister-in-law bought Solar. What do you mean a year till it goes up? It went from eight, it went from eight bucks. My it sister-in-law from picked it up bucks. at the FTX dump. So we yeah, have plenty of Sol. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It went from eight bucks, right? It went from eight bucks all the way to over a hundred. Wait, really? Tyler, your sister, your sister aped on the, on the FTX dump? That's pretty cool. My, yeah, my sister-in-law bought the uh, Sol. That's pretty rad. I was definitely like, like I wasn't in Seoul anyway, so I didn't have any conviction to begin with. But I was like, oh, this could this could be really bad <laughs> for Seoul here. Doctor, especially that was right after Luna. Now, I understand she's going to dump so on like, you. Oh. She's going to dump on you because she's building a house. But that's how that goes. <laughs> that's the goal, right? Yeah. Doctor Carey, did you like the song that I was playing? Yeah, it was okay. I guess it's just it just was old. It's a it's a great song. Beautiful. Were you were you playing it on speakers or like playing it yourself? I was playing it on speakers. Okay. Don't you play guitar or something? Yes. How did you know this? Because you did a you you put a clip in the chat. It was it was actually really good. Because we want to like you, Wabi. We want to like you. I tried so hard. Keep fucking up. <laughs> Hi, Luna V Shape. Hello, Doctor Carey. How's it going? Good. Good. How's your Christmas preparations going? Good. My daughter got so many small things. I just wrapped for like hours all these little teeny presents. Everything, skincare and lipsticks and all that stuff. So I'm almost. How old, how old is she? She's twelve, but like I don't know. These kids these days, they want skincare. Dang, they want lipstick at twelve. That's crazy. TikTok. They want lip gloss and they want primer and they want like all these skincare things. Primer? That... You mean like when you like paint a door? Car? <laughs> they want. Yeah, like when you paint a car. No, you do primer before. You... That's like the first step in. Like spray the coat on your face before you. Paint <laughs> I don't know. It that's color. so funny. Yeah. Doctor Carey, let me ask you. Is it gray? Is it gray? <laughs> Doctor Carey, let me ask you a question. What sure, you can you, ask me a question. What, what's a great <laughs> gift for moms? Like, what would I you want, want? An aura ring. I want an aura ring so badly. Aura ring. You know Not what that's O U R A. It's like a whoop, but it's different. It's, you don't have to wear it on your wrist. It's a Look, ring. The, the only the only jewelry that I know about is Rolex. And when I took a photo with, oh the my Rolex... god, you're so slimy. The only jewelry I know about is a Rolex. Shut up. I only ever bought a Rolex. <laughs> Dude, and 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 that and when I took a photo wearing uh the Rolex, it was the top of Luna at a hundred bucks, there and I'm go. like, yeah. And I uploaded it to Instagram, and I'm like, this is the this is the market wide oh, global top so sell everything. I wonder how many times that Luna car has been keyed. The ones that like right at the top, they like bought like I've, it was like a Range Rover or something. And and I've, never, I've never I've never bought a fancy uh fancy watch. I think watches Rolex are okay. whatever. like one watch, not like ten, but yeah. no, I don't mind good. watches, but the only reason to buy a Rolex is I think there's something about them that's cool. Like I like the 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 you know, the complicated watches, all that shit. You know, you go to the store and it's like, oh, it's seventy grand or whatever. Like I think there there's a lot of cool ones. I think they're amazing to look at. I just never felt compelled to wear one. And I would be like pretty annoyed if i'm walking around with the thing and i scratch it on the you know edge of a yeah. counter you know or something you know what's That's the cool one the, one the one with the calculator that was the coolest fucking watch yeah the, the casio calculator. original yeah yeah they exactly. still have those by the way those things, were so, those things were actually cool you could like cheat on a test in mm -hmm. high school with that. you can get that shit on casio.com even now yeah they're nice dude that is i bet that's they have some, really cool that's some og that. shit right there yeah 
Yeah, seriously. The- or remember the Pac-Man watch where you had to pull the joystick out of the fucking uh, side of the holster and you had to stick it in the little <laughs> joystick hole? <laughs> Dude, I bet you, that I don't even want to know what that's worth now if you had like a, a, oh, God. a like new one of those. A lot, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's a lot. But yeah, probably That'd more than Rolex. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's worth so. a lot. <laughs> but yeah, like the, uh, now the watch thing, I don't know. I've never been a big buyer of these things. I think the reason to buy a Rolex is that it might be an appreciating asset. That's like why most people buy it. Like if you're wearing your Rolex, I kind of question why you bought it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's, I guess people buy one to wear and then one to just, they probably stick some other ones in storage or something. Yeah. I'll wear the calculator one, but I would store the, I would store a Rolex maybe. I have a really good Rolex, like a fake Rolex. Dude, I had one from China that was pretty cool. It was like, I think they're totally- if you knew it was fake, like it was obvious, but it was cool. <laughs> my neighborhood's so like wealthy that no one knows like all like most of my stuff is fake I have, like, <laughs> like a lot of they like they're like oh that's so awesome <laughs> like yeah they're man. so wealthy they don't know what's fake. <laughs> they don't even know <laughs> no they think like who would wear fake stuff around us <laughs> I love oh, it. i'm gonna go sell stuff in your neighborhood <laughs> where is this <laughs> no i mean people buy real bags and everything and i do too but i only have like one or two i don't like there's some people who get like the new bag each season and stuff but they're like ten thousand dollars it's crazy like i don't do that plus you're right about the scratching and stuff my stuff yeah, that would just stress me out it's like a new car like i would never want like a brand new car it would literally just stress me out yeah. the the spider that i bought went up in value um dude i, I heard you saying that that's really cool so because they came out at like maybe 130 something list and then i bought it above list because you know it was like that time where everything was kind of hyped up and priced too high and so i picked it up like 140 something and then like um there some of them are going now for like 190 i guess because it's the last of the gas powered ones yeah that could be really valuable over time if if it really if they don't make any more i'm like i wouldn't be surprised if they do but because then i'm like wait should i just park it somewhere and not drive it because it's one of those i would not be driving that thing but then again it's like uh fuck it you know like how many times do you get a like? Why don't you very, just get very, a plaid if you want to? If you want to have fun, just get a plaid. And like, it's very, very rare to find a car that I like. So the yeah. you know, so it you know a long time will go by and like okay, fine, I'll finally get one. And um, but then it's like more of those more of a you only live once type of things too. It's like yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find a car that can appreciate as you drive it. That's like a very rare mm-hmm. thing. That's a rare thing. I have I have a two thousand Toyota Tacoma. That's like a low low end version of an appreciating car yeah although you think that cycles over like as far as like because that was kind of partly because of you know supplies and supply chains and whatever and then like these toyotas went kind of crazy as far as resale value so i guess the they're just a collector's item now because they run longer than everything but uh the interesting thing now that's finally happening is like they're stopping making parts so they're gonna have to transition to being like a classic car so uh yeah it might not retain Oh, that'll be like for for any combustion engine like over time that'll be what'll be interesting you, you think like, they won't, gonna keep but parts. they're gonna have parts for a long time i would think i mean they already have stopped making a lot of the parts for like early toyota cars but you would think right i mean i don't know it might be more profitable to force you into updating to a newer model <laughs> hmm yeah maybe so i've got to buy my wife a vehicle soon um I don't know what to buy her. Have you ever driven a plaid? Mm, is it, were you talking about the Tesla plaid? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I drove the I drove the Model X on a trip uh, a month ago for the first time. Pretty cool uh, cars. And um, I felt like now that the price have come down, they're acceptable, like seventy ish k, something that range. But like when they were selling for like ninety something, it was like they were the interiors felt to me like they weren't worth it. Like yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, not that it's, it's not that it's not a cool car and it's got all the you know gadgets and everything it's got the speed and all that it's cool but it's still kind of like um yeah anyway but it it uh I, I'm, I was hoping that like tesla would come out with something new in that line around that size yeah the speed is pretty remarkable on those things is mostly mostly what i i drove on the other day and i was like holy crap this thing is dangerous yeah, that's why, like, I think in the electrics, though, uh, the Porsches seem more interesting. So there's a bunch of them coming out next year, I think, in electric. And they at least have the proper um, chassis and whatnot to handle that kind of power. Whereas right. with Tesla, it's like, I don't know. It looks kind of like a death trap to me. Yeah, Although my I friend, think, like, blew his front tires out safe, super though. quick. I think, supposed, I think they're supposed to be pretty safe, though. But, like, yeah. it doesn't. It, you can't really, like, unleash the performance of that thing without getting dangerous probably they're they're super heavy and uh so my friend's been driving when he got like it was like a model s i guess uh the one like just below a plaid and his front tires blew out in like six months just because it's so heavy and he was kind of driving it hard it was kind of crazy yeah a, a friend of ours they bumped their tesla into a curb like you know just a you know parking curb or some shit and like both the front tires popped it's very yeah cool. yeah yeah and it set off all these safety alerts so yeah it's Experience wise, I do wonder if they might be a pain in the butt, but they're fun fun to drive. Hmm. Yeah, and like I'm not one for like doing a whole lot of maintenance on shit too, so it's like that's no fun. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about. I mean, that's what I love about like a an old Toyota is you can like fix anything you want. And I wouldn't dare, you know, go into a Tesla engine and mess with something. What do you do you fix up your own cars when you have problems? I mean, if I can, yeah. I'm not like a mechanic, I mean, but, like the but cost most of, of it is pretty straightforward, the, yeah. The cost of servicing now, at least my area, is just completely... Just oh, it's crazy, ab- dude. Obnoxious. It's like 200 an hour. Oh, it's obnoxious. Yeah, it's um, actually even more than 200 an hour. It's, it's just gotten ridiculous. Yeah, like, like they, char- <laughs> they charge you more for that than they would, like, you know, uh, an hour of a doctor's time. Yeah, and it can be the most basic repair, and it'll be two hours. Oh, oh, basic, dude. Like, we're talking about, like, oh, the, well, we checked everything. It turned out to be just your battery, $700, right? Like, <laughs> just obnoxious, like, bullshit pricing. That was a major complaint I've heard about, like, new cars, is if you get in, like, a little fender bender, the cost to replace all the safety sensors and stuff can be, like, really insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get, like... I, I don't even like to be bothered with that shit. So I, I just mostly just drive it. Like I don't get, I don't get anywhere near anywhere near anybody. Basically, if I can, <laughs> it's just too much of a hassle. I just try to avoid driving in general, to be honest. It's good. Yeah. It's, I don't drive that much. So that's probably good. Anyway. Um, oh, Hey kid. How are you? Oh, I had to switch back over. I was in the middle of randomly trying to, message carrie to let her know since Sefi has Zephy, we can play on her actual last name with a kosh occasion absolutely mm-hmm. yep we talked about that 
That's the only reason why I bought a Kosh back in the day. My little brother was like, <laughs> Carrie, did you see this? We need to buy it. And so we bought it and it just ended up like, I mean, I could have bought a hell of a lot more, but that was the only reason like completely. So it's kind of crazy. Sometimes we do that. Like, Oh, look, that name sounds cool. Or look, the logo looks good. Well, that's yeah, a common, that's a common reason why people buy crypto. Cause like they'll go on, they're like, Ooh, I heard crypto's good. And then they'll go onto their apps and stuff and just scroll through and like, Hmm, what sounds cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, well, the, but like the, nobody's like Akash sounds cool. But if it was oh. your name, right? Like, you know, things with the mnemonics that we associate to just like autism. Everybody's like just self-diagnosis of some, some something on the spectrum. Like I want autism so I can just say I have autism. So that is just Oh, yeah. That. Everybody's lining up for autism. <laughs> you want some tism? I'm so mad at Wabi. Did he leave? I really was like, he was like, I was like, he's kind of cool. He's nice. He's trying. He's funny. Yeah. Okay. I, but I think like, uh, yeah, but Bruce is, Bruce is legitimately pissed. He <laughs> should like, be like, maybe it's so little, but Bruce did tell him, me. He sent him a whole, he sent him a whole bunch of uh, autism. But I couldn't figure it out. And I'm just imagining how much he probably sent him. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. He sold it like right on the space. He was supposed <laughs> to hold it. And um, yeah, the goal was to get like, a good and he did it for other meme coins. That's the worst part. Was it like over a million? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it was, because it went up like decently high. It could have been worth like. He said it was worth 40. twenty bands. Yeah. Like he said twenty bands yesterday. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, I was I talking with a couple of friends, and it's like that's the fun thing about this is the social experiment of like if it keeps going higher, a ton of people are going to cave because it's going to be like a, a real amount of money they're gonna be like oh my god like this can affect my life like screw this shit yeah it's a combination <laughs> of things it's a combination of things about what webby did it wasn't too much um he sold two thousand nine hundred dollars worth of autism at an average price of 0.01 dollars so about one cent um and he he did it almost instantly uh so it's that and then the guy, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy to just talk about this. Like, fuck it, you know, he's got a paid group, and he's like promising his paid group these tokens to give away before he's even asked. Um, just really like scummy stuff. Like, I can't believe it's it's just like killing the vibe. It, it, like selling the tokens is like fine, but like, don't, like it's just it's just really like <laughs> using it to get subscribers is a little questionable. Yeah, it's like, oh, don't, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, you just sold your ticket to yeah. heaven for $3,000. And that was the value of, of the relationship. That's the price he put on being a part of this group. And he's just exited with haste. So it's, uh, it's a big day. It's a big day for the community. That's, that's like more than, and I'm not complaining to be clear, but that's more than a lot of people's gift is worth now, is the funny thing. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. pretty pissed. So. There you go. Waiting gift, and I it wasn't stated it was autism. It was just stated on the day that the token was created that I was going to receive a holiday gift if I gave out my wallet address. I'm still waiting. Same year, same year. It's all good. (laughs) But I I bought in. I bought in. I bought in. So wait, Luna V shape. I'm sorry. You giving yes. it to other girls? I'm just kidding. I got enough. But what the fuck? What's going on here? 
You want some autism, Dr. K? Um, don't yeah, you well, have I have kind of don't you know, don't you have enough autism already, Dr. K? <laughs> don't you have <laughs> enough autism already? Yeah, I'm going to give Kit some. I can't figure out how to do it. We're going to get on the phone, but I, I know that it's going to hurt my brain. So I need to be prepared for it. Wait, so actually, how do you send how, how do you actually send autism? Because it doesn't show at Kepler. So how do you how do you send it? So what I learned from talking to Dr. Carey is that we need to have an actual newbie space, like a one-on-one workshop on how Bill, you just have to get a leap wallet and it'll show up in it. Oh, okay. They, right. It's easier with that. I mean Kate KT did it, so I know it's possible. <laughs> Can you add it? I kind of figured. What? Can you just add the autism token to Kepler with the token address and the name? And I think you can't with Kepler with certain chains. It doesn't show up. It shows up in Astroport, but it doesn't show up in the Kepler wallet. But you need the Kepler wallet. Yeah, but I think you can add the custom token though. I don't know. There's some step that I'm missing. Um, But then also, I wanted to know. I remember I was asking Sefi if I. You know, sold it. How would I do that? But um, Dude, wasn't going to so do gonna that. Sell it. You've been talking about that for two days. No, I wanted to know. It's gone down. Like I would have sold it when I saw it. Like I wouldn't have sold all of it. But I, wait, I so that's your me. that's your justification. I, it's asked, down. Him, I asked him, and he Dr. told me Carey, that I could take a little and then keep great. the rest, and then give the rest away. Doctor Carey sent me your injective address. Okay, I'll send you all my addresses. <laughs> no, we just got to get you a name service and it, it can controls all of them. Okay. Anyway, I was not going to do, I'm not like Wobby. Don't even like, like even Bruce always tells me, you, you don't know what the internet's for. It's all scammy and all, you know, he should know better with Wobby. But anyway, I'm not like him. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm actually more sad. Like I get, I get sad and sad when I see people do things like this because I know they're going to be sad, and it makes me sad. You know, like why'd you do that, man? That's going to make you so sad. That bums me out. This lobby. Do you know that he professed his love to me? I'll send the screenshot. He said that he like it's, it's always been me and not Kate. <laughs> so, like vomiting. You know, one person vomits in front of you, and the smell, and the look, and the noise just makes you want to vomit. Just keep passing it. <laughs> Yeah, I actually can't do I can't do vomit, so I, I relate. It's like that Family Guy episode. Whoever cleans it up gets a free day off. I I literally won't, and it's funny because I worked at a bar for a long time, and I was like, "You can fire me. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not gonna clean that up." No, but first of all, it 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 like even if it was a purely a monetary thing, it like makes it makes no difference. Like. It makes no sense to get rid of a meme coin at the very beginning of its existence. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, let me get rid of my Shiba Inu tokens the day it comes out or whatever. It just so, makes no yeah. sense at all. I just it's burned just myself dumb. that way, like with the guppy yeah. drop. I, I, I literally sold a meme coin right when I got it, and I'm down super bad because of it. So, yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah, to your question how to send it, um, I think Leap Wallet has it already listed. So, you can okay. send it over. It's yeah. especially true when you know that, like, in the background, it's like, cosmos devs and stuff are getting into it getting into it and like supporting it and the injective people are in the background supporting it and astroport people are supporting it and will probably provide more liquidity and stuff it just makes no sense to kind of like whatever what doesn't make sense either though and this is not i'm not talking about autism is that like the whole concept of the fact that you can like hand a bunch of people free tokens and the price will go up it's like honestly like I, i still am wrapping my head around that 
because I guess I guess enough more people see that like people got free tokens and they're like, well, I want some, so they buy no, it. It's, it's, like, not about, it's not about how free it is. It's the issue of distribution. So the thing is, like, anytime you have a new um, token of any kind, so let's let's imagine different distributions. Like, so for example, if I release something and I'm a team and I have like let's say a layer one blockchain, um, and I like the team keeps eighty percent of the tokens because they maybe early investors have a pile of them. Maybe a pile of them are set aside for market makers. A pile of them are set aside for like, um, um, I don't know, like the founders or whoever, right? Like the the new person buying into this thing sees this and goes, okay, like 20% of these were airdropped to get some distribution. But at the end of the day, like most of the coins are in circulation and these are all people that are going to dump on me later. So the goal is usually to get as many so like some chains you'll notice they'll do airdrops to lots of different groups like they'll say okay cosmos atom holders can get airdrops and um, osmo holders can get airdrops they they try to drop it as widely as possible partly just to take that token supply and dump it dump into the ether where those tokens will just never be used like you know it'll drop into people's wallets and some fraction of the some fraction of the tokens are just out there and they just won't have any sell pressure because people won't even notice they have them and then like uh, another portion will be like people that don't even claim their airdrops and stuff, but like ultimately the fair launch, um, fair launching a um, like any kind of proof of stake network or a token is really difficult because like who do you give these things away to who will support the value of the network by holding on to these things, talking about the token, telling their friends, whatever, and that's a very difficult thing to achieve. It's like uh, token decentralization or distributions is the toughest, one of the toughest things in crypto besides like the way you think of decentralization like validator networks or like proof of work mining networks and stuff like that so token distro is a big part of this and if you can achieve that um well and um like the the holders of that are like yeah this was really fairly launched this is really well distributed then what happens is a lot of people will tend to buy the actual token with cash um a recent example of this like attempt was caspa now, people argue about how fair it was or wasn't and how much was pre-mined or whatever. There's always some banter about these issues. But like a relatively fair-launched um, system is hard to achieve. Look at Zephyr, for example. Um, I think like uh, half a million coins were kept um, by the team in the pre-mine. And the total number of coins, I think, is going to be like 18 million or something like that, right? So right now, they own a relatively high portion. But when mining is like, you know, over the next 10 years or whatever, the relative amount the team has is small compared to the totality. Can you be sure that like the Zephyr team is not also mining? No, you can't be sure of that. In fact, they probably could be. But you have to imagine that they'd have to have a lot of hashing power to really take over a, a lot of the network now, right? So th these are the kinds of decentralization issues. And how do you distribute fair, fairly um, is something I've been thinking about a lot. And that was like the description of this game I've been talking about creating is like, maybe if you get people to sort of play a game and they slowly get the tokens from playing, then you have the basis for like a decentralized distribution, at which point that could be a, a that could be a store of value token at some point because the the population involved fears it's feels like it's fairly distributed. Even like BTC today, like a lot of the Bitcoin is held by like um, you know, substantial sort of whale, whale wallets or whatever, like MicroStrategy or whoever else. And and these people can basically dump on you quite significantly, right? So it always makes you nervous when some central entity has a bunch of it. So like that's sort of 
the process of handing, giving them away, basically. By giving them away, you eventually trust by giving away, and then that leads to more people actually buying the token because they see more holding it. Right. That's a, it reminds me of Bostrom right now. It's still ongoing, and their airdrop, like, it releases 10% every time a thousand more wallets claim or something. So it's like, you know, distributing it over time as more people get involved. It's kind of interesting. What's funny is the token is just down only through the whole airdrop, but that may be for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, well, initially, the token typically will be down only because there's no, um, like, there's relatively l low liquidity coming in and people will be selling their airdrops. And that's considered fine. Like, yeah. you, you expect some of the airdrops to get sold. I don't remember what the metrics are, but like 30 to 40% of all airdrops end up getting sold off initially. And that also helps with these improving the circulating supply um, initially so that like it gets cheap and then people, a bunch more people can get it. So the tricky thing about airdrop tokens is, is like, let's say Levana, for example, you sell the token first, you allow LPs to be created. I go and buy Levana tokens and then now you airdrop a bunch of people, the liquidity I just provided. It's kind of weird, right? So like... Yeah, I want to buy it right now, and I'm worried, actually. Yeah, so these, this is what happens. There's a, there's a kind of a down-only effect that that happens. It'll eventually get to seller exhaustion, and then price will go up afterwards as time goes on. But yeah, this is always like early coin drama. And um, one argument can be made that if you want to like just wait, you just have to wait for the first six months to a year. The problem if everyone waits, though, is that's a self-perpetuating cycle, and you see the problem. Whereas like, if you don't do this, you don't do the initial token release right and everyone just sitting around waiting, well, then no liquidity is coming in. And when is, the t when is the time when a coin is most popular? It's the most popular usually initially and then when price pumps. Those are the two biggest times. And you don't, you don't want to... Yeah, and then it goes down as people get yeah, bored because people just slowly... Exactly. Fell. You don't want to bore people. And then like the people will be like, oh, yeah, I'll come back and buy later. But then they never show up again. And then your coin just is like a dead chain. Or dead coin or whatever. So it's you're in this constant battle, basically, uh, in terms of how to how to get that right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like autism is just autism is just hitting like that hump where where something will have to be done to keep attention on it. It'll be interesting. Well, that's that's always the case. Like that's you know, is, yeah. does it go straight viral and like people the community just takes takes it on and like makes it a big thing or not or whatever? Um, you never know for sure. Yeah. It's an interesting topic. Luna B Shape has had his hand up for a while. He might be AFK. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, Vij, you were going to say something? Yeah, we have our first uh, winner. It's obviously Dr. Kerry, because she has a special place in my heart. She didn't get one entry, but she won like three all together already. So I have seven more people. To give away some autism how do people enter by being having a big heart having a place in my heart <laughs> and um <laughs> nice and generous and good people so i was trying to give away some to some women in crypto this is what i wanted to say you know you're talking about distribution they all That's think scamming them so i can't even give it to people like i'm like okay i mean i'm giving some to kids but you yeah. mean your women in crypto grifters yeah i'm just gonna give it all to your i feel like the I women in crypto are just the most rich they're just quietly laughing at all of us as they like take all of our liquidity constantly <laughs> who me no not you just the rest of the women 
<laughs> just yeah yeah yep i mean that's probably they they tell me the I'm other five women in crypto our I problem should... is we're like autistic true believers in crypto that's our problem yeah it's uh it's nice when it's going up you feel like you're right but then you got to deal with the other half where you're wrong of course <laughs> this is uh yeah true <laughs> words are not said Right. Like, I'm curious. If, like this, this Christmas will be interesting because it's like just transitioning. Like I saw Fox talked about uh, Bitcoin positively. I don't watch Fox, by the way. My grandparents do. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Fox talk about it positively, positively the other day, and I was like, "Oh shit, they're starting uh -oh. to flip." Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of scary. I was like, "Oh, I don't want that." Yeah, it is. It is. Finn, what you up to, dude? You guys. uh you familiar with uh, the term bug chaser at all or getting the gift Any, anything like that the bug chaser bug chaser yeah that, that's kind of like hearing everyone talk about like giving each other autism and shit reminds me of bug chasers trying to give each other the gift like chicken pox parties uh, more like hiv yeah Sim similar same idea Parties. I love you, Kit. Yeah, that's what I would have said. <laughs> HFV parties. That's weird. Um, <laughs> hmm. Did you guys ever, did anyone hear, like, I did get sent to my cousins to get chicken pox. Did any of you? Did that happen to any of you? No, I just got it from my brother. Oh, okay. I just went out and found someone with chicken pox and licked their spoon. Chicken I got it twice. Parties. I hate chicken pox. That's a pink eye, actually. I think I got it twice, too. Well, now it's just shingles at our age, Carrie. That is the funniest thing. I can't believe that they actually had me go to my cousins and, like, stay there. You just know, now with, like, yeah. the, the, um, the chicken pox vaccine, you don't get shingles either. So you, get, you don't wind up with either of them. It's quite what? good. But anyway. I've yep. never had shingles, but my friend has. It's magic. It's, it's bad. Quite nice. Have you ever had <laughs> shit on a shingle? Dude, I never understood no. that saying, in fact. Like, I get that, like, maybe someone crapped on a roof, but why was that said? It's a breakfast thing for us poor people. I'm Get on a shingle. Poor. I never heard of that. It's actually pretty good. Well, different region, bro. Different region. <laughs> so that's like an, it's a depth north thing. I'm confused. Like, do you cook eggs on the top of a roof because it's hot? Or what is this? Where does this come from? Well, Kit, I'm glad you asked. The shingle would be your piece of toast. The shit on said shingle would be your egg and whatever uh, else you'd like to put on. Put uh, on a shingle. Why is it called shit? It's like the military. All we, like, you didn't have time to eat, so you just put everything on your bread and you rolled it up and you shoved it in your mouth. Why isn't that called egg on a shingle? Because shit rolls off the tongue better, bro. Come on. <laughs> Clearly, you're not a marketing guy. No, I am not, indeed. Clearly, you have you get, autism. Did, clearly, you, you have the gift. I think it's like you've been blessed with the gift. Not unlikely. How What's up with Mexi? Uh, is sorry, Mexi cucking people's funds or what? I've been they, seeing they let me actually, like multiple stories about that. They, they let me move mine off yesterday. I got worried. I, I always hate these Twitter scares because it's like you only have one choice. Is like you can't be the dumbass that does not move your money off. So I right. did. 
Yeah, yeah but cool. who's the dumbass leaving? I mean, are you leaving funds on there? It wasn't that much, that but just... I was like, I was like, dude, I've been telling myself to do this for two weeks, and it would be pretty typical if like the exchange went down because I procrastinated. Well, well, the issue is that like there's occasional people that were doing futures on there, and I think they made a lot of money doing futures, and maybe the exchange like it was just. Basically, they don't have like a properly balanced book in terms of shorts and longs. Right, right. So what probably happened is they didn't have the money to pay out, or maybe they were like, "Oh, we can't take this kind of a loss." They just sort of like cucked these guys and cock blocked them to get their money, and then like, um, yeah, just wouldn't basically give them their profit essentially. And so, due to our think- fuck up, we have decided to take precautions and freeze all your assets, and not you ours. Ma- not yours, that, but you got to imagine that, which like, are now ours. If you heard like three or four stories on Twitter, it's probably got it's got to be hundreds. Yeah, and there's nothing. Yeah, because those are only the people that you're seeing, right? Like, yeah, who, who are you not All seeing? Size like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, That's kind of scary, man. Already late here. I wish you a merry Christmas tomorrow. Uh, next winner will be dropped tomorrow, and then each day after that, I'll announce a winner. What are you giving me? You, Finn. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's old man Finn is. Uh, Did I miss something? Did miss you get autism? Finn needs, Finn needs some as well. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, really, Finn, Finn? Did you get autism yet? No, I actually I don't have any injective. Uh, actually, so, somebody might have airdropped the Terra Spaces uh, wallet some, but I haven't actively fucked okay. with injective. Well, if you didn't, if you didn't, I need to give. I need to give yeah, 1% little, of mine A little too order. rich for my blood, but if you go to terraspaces.org slash donate on that big old list of wallets, there's an injective wallet there. I oh, probably okay. have access to, so you can just send all that shit there or whatever. Probably. Appreciate <laughs> you guys. Appreciate it. The, 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 the tokens you can't sell, you mean? All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. Luna V-shape. Bye. Bye, Dr. Carey. Sweet dreams, have a good one. Dr. Carey. Love you. Bye. Maybe be able to add Bryce in here because he's been. You know, with, with, with going back to Maxi though, the thing that I re- that I've been um, or that I researched about them and figured out is that if you have a new account, like a new wallet with them, and you start throwing in like a bunch of size, and if you win and you try to leave really fast, your account will get automatically flagged. Like they have an algorithm that flags you if you're new. So if you've been there trading so for a like long a time, yeah, exactly. If you've been there trading for a long time and they've got like a history for you, you're less likely to flag them. But I, if you go to, if you, if you like go to um, crypto Twitter or Twitter and, and type in the search bar and, you know, Mexi issues or whatever, you'll see that this has been something that's not new. It's always been there. Um, this is why I, you my advice would be to, 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 tra- to make, make a lot of trades. And obviously by doing that, you'll lose some of them. But I've, I've, I'm overall way positive and I've never gotten frozen or anything. Knock on wood, but I don't keep anything there either. So this is why if you're good at gambling, you just go to Vegas because they give you a hotel room instead of just stealing. You win. And well, they, free well, they, pro- they probably like me because all I do is bring over like tether and like buy coins and take them off. Yeah, right. They don't you just give them keys and let them. They're let getting them like them. all the liquidity they want from that. Yeah. Yeah, they they keep track of everything too. Like if you go back and look at your history, they know every day like what you trade and what you bring in and what you sell. So yeah, like if you if you go in there brand new and they they, they disguise it under like AML or like you know like. The, um, trying to like keep money laundering and fraud and all that stuff away, but my advice would be to just start small and keep trading and keep your money off the exchange. It's that typical gambling rule: is like if you're too good, they actually do just kick you out. It's not open to everyone. Yeah, that's a good analogy, a metaphor. 
store. Bryce, you're trying to more days. Sorry, where, where, where is Coach going to get Mount this? Ex- house. Let's fucking go. Steffi, I was up here in the spaces earlier when, uh, when ears read those eight criteria or whatever. And that's cool and all. But I, I want to talk to you about some of the stuff that you said after, like in terms of if people are poor or needy, that they're probably assholes. Am I, am I quoting you correctly? Is that correct? That's no, you're, that's your autism talking. There are plenty of people that are poor that are legitimately just bad people. I remember exactly what he said, actually, is the funny thing. He said some of met, them are poor many, because they're I've, bad. I've met many evil people that are poor, murderers and the like. Yep. No, I totally remember exactly what you said. It was that some pe- some of them are poor because they're bad people. So yeah, I've working. met those too, legitimately, like no, all the time. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's so pretty accurate. Um, like when they, you were saying we can, like, people you know, are... go back and rehash it if you want. I don't remember exactly, yeah, what said, but it was more like they're stupid because they just come when things are going up and not when like. No, that's a different conversation. Oh, that was? <laughs> that's a different thing. That, that was, that oh, was early this morning. Like, I, don't I said a lot of people in crypto are stupid because they, they leave during the bear market when all the prices are low and they show up when all the prices are really high. That's a different stupid. Those are just the imbeciles that's that come on. advantage like, of the stupid. Mm-hmm. But they're don't bad. you want to get some free autism, whoever this no, is going to fight? Fact, <laughs> and, and Terry, what I was talking about there is like, these are the imbeciles that are like the people who've been in crypto for for years and they do this over and over again they disappear yeah. during the bear market they don't get anything and then they right. show up at the top of the market and then they're like oh what what, what was going on like those people <laughs> so i didn't mean like like every newbie that shows up is necessarily stupid that's not necessarily the case i finally got a couple texts from people like hey like i think it's a good time to get back into the market like what should i buy and i'm like dude like legitimately you got to be careful now uh, i think it's still pretty early this is this is. I, I didn't know what to tell them. You know, this is like this is like if you were in like 2020, um, you know, and and everything took off by like 2021 or whatever. It's still fine. Yeah, I I, I hope you're right, and I don't have a good frame of reference. Now, granted, like you know, you could have a gigantic shit show that we never had before, and uh, you could have a terrible next year. I suppose that's possible, <laughs> but uh, so like you know. Things don't always have to go. go It'd be well. pretty, pretty unlikely on an election year, though. Is the, the exactly well, thing. exactly. There's election year, and then there's like, um, there's some like, I mean, the stocks and everything have already like pumped. S and P's at all times highs. So like, as long as there's like, yeah, know, a bunch of boomers, a bunch of boomers, and their retirement accounts aren't necessarily like broke, then they'll go and gamble on crypto and everything else. So um, yeah, all of that is looking good for the coming year as far as we're concerned. So I think like if you were to say like, do I wait, do I wait with happening coming in April and the ETF talk and all the other BS, do, do I like weigh more heavily bullish or bearish now after like a two year bear market? I'd say I definitely am way like 80% bullish, 20% bearish. Yeah. The recency bias makes it tough. Cause like a few weeks of going up only and you're just like, Oh my God, like this feels really bad. <laughs> but but yeah, you're right. But that, it's been like, it was like two also, years of down. That's, you know? that's the disbelief phase where it feels like, Oh that. yeah. I'm, so deep I'm, in it. I'm rejecting in my head the idea that like, I'm going to sell these pumps and like try to get in lower or whatever. I'm like, I don't care if it drops, if the market drops again and my bags go down, no big deal because I've already waited 18 months to two years. We're like, what's six more months or whatever? Who cares? What you don't want to do is have the market take off without you. And you're like, whoops, you know, that doesn't make any sense. 
right? Like that's even stocks, the same story. Like I have a bunch of stuff that's popped a lot. I mean, just the stupidest stocks, Kohl's stocks, Macy's stock, Foot Locker. I bought everything, like literally every stock you can imagine. I just clicked a button and bought everything. And um, everything's up. And I, cause I picked them up at the bottom and I'm like, wait a minute, like, do I need to keep this? I like my Foot Locker stock. It's just it's stupid. <laughs> I sold it like at 40% gain. Cause I'm like, I didn't really want to own Foot Locker stock. I just sort of, you know, bought everything. And so I was like looking through and go, wait, which of these should I just get rid of? And, um, and same thing. And like, so in, but in crypto, it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think like you could exit some things that you don't have a strong conviction. You're like, Oh, I made a two X, whatever. I'm out of here. But, um, but like fumbling this, the, I'm that, scared to do that. In crypto, dude. Yeah. Like footlocker yeah. probably isn't going to shoot up a thousand percent one day, but right. like, I'm legitimately exactly. scared. <laughs> Well, no, but even that, like, it, it could actually legitimately too. Yeah, I guess it could, weird. yeah. The, because the stocks were so down, right? So, like, um, liquidity shows up again, and then everything pops. Like, you know, it's like, a, you know, it's almost like a new bubble shows up out of nowhere. And so, even that sell, I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't sell it. I'm like, but I'm like, it's Foot Locker, what the hell? And it's up 40%, <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Like, just sell it. So, I got rid of it. But the point is, like, in this space, yeah, like everything moves a lot, lot more. And like, I mean, just as a bellwether, I mean, Chainlink's barely up like a, from the very bottom. It's like 3x. That's not very much. Not much at all. So I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, say, gonna like, grab, I'm, I'm really light on Chainlink. And I think I'm going to grab some of that with my, my I, 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 I say this all the time. Like by the time the normies show up, you have already done like a 5x off the bottom. Like look, look at when BTC was like a 3k. And then like, you know, Normie Shard is showing up at like 15K plus when like the prior bear, like the prior bear market rally was beaten back then. It was like 2020 or something like, no, 20. Right when I got in in 2020 is what the funny yeah, thing. So what, yeah. So what happened is things started going up and then like after it had five or six X off the bottom, then everyone started showing up. And then of course, when Bitcoin broke prior high at 20K back then, like then just like, I remember like, you know, it was like Christmas or something. And it was like, everyone was busy. Everyone was kind of showing up again um, at that point and, um, you know, getting excited. But like, yeah, the newbies just show up way late. So like, if you haven't, like, I would say a good bellwether is like, if BTC passes all time high or Chainlink passes all time high, these are a couple of my bellwethers. Then you know that like new people are showing up. Like, because that's that's about the right timing, and then you get a good solid year while they play the casino, right? And that's why it ends up being like an eighteen month run. Yeah, so, exactly. that's, that's why. Likely, if Bitcoin, I'm not too familiar with Chainlink, but I do agree that if those things are going up. It's probably due to new people coming into this space. One thing I would like to sort of mention or bring it to the conversation is that we no, I, I'm not saying conference. no. Almost no new people are coming to the space right now. I, that's not what I said. No, I wait, said the wait, new people wait, show up after Chainlink all those things have already gone up. Okay. Yeah, like once Chainlink passes 50 bucks, Bitcoin passes 70,000, then the new people show up. Possibly. Usually. That kind of leads into my next segment is that we don't have a lot of historical reference when it comes to cryptocurrencies because they're relatively new compared to how old markets are. Thank um, you. No, but <laughs> right. I have enough like like history of this. Um, no, but they're, they're not that different from regular markets. Um, they're, they're all the same thing. Human beings just behave the same when it comes to money. There's the, there's not that much, um, 
like so people are people fear and greed and the whole thing and like and and so like what's changed like let's say from 20 years ago till now the biggest stuff that's changed is that the internet makes a lot faster but like market cycles and stuff as far as like fed rates and all that stuff haven't changed very much but human beings have about a four-year like mental state where you'll stay bullish for like a couple of years and on the way down as prices go down people panic and they panic and then they panic and they panic some more and they do that for a solid year Look at the stock market's great example. And then it will it'll be in the doldrums for like one or two years, like a recession type behavior. Everything will be in the dumps and everyone's like, I don't know what's going on. And then it takes about that much time for a couple of things to happen. One is for your brain to forget what the pain was like going down. But the second is it takes people time to like gather their money, right? Because like, let's say all your money was in the stock market or crypto or whatever. And now your shit's, you know, gone to zero or whatever, you know, or down bad. Like you don't have the capital to be investing. So what happens is it takes about a couple of years for people to make a little bit of a bag, store it up, and then they start spending it. That's what happens. I think with all the chaos and all the mass media information that we have, it's hard to lie on that narrative. That's just my personal opinion that it's hard. Like, I just think things are different this time. In terms of people coming to the to the to the table with new money and people's psychologies, I think I think things are a lot different in the investing space. So it seems like you've done a lot of research and you have a lot of good material to go off of to believe that. Well, I, I spend a gargantuan amount of money in these spaces, both in crypto and and, and stocks. That's, That's why I, to learn. I have a sense of how where it goes. Like I have the most to lose if I don't know what I'm doing. And I also feel like you've been around the space long enough to get a good idea of people's psychologies. And it seems like you study psychology, so you, you probably have a pretty good frame of reference. Too. All you have to know is like who is around during the bear market, posting on Twitter, hanging around in Twitter spaces, screwing around, and actually buying shit. That's all you have to really know. Most people weren't buying anything. How do I know this? Because I would post something on Twitter and I'd get no likes, no retweets, no nothing. Like I would pass post an atom chart literally for almost like a year and a half straight, almost every day. Am I right? Up like you've seen them like almost every day. Yeah, I was commenting on going, dude. I posted more shit on those. I posted more shit for Cosmos than people that actually like are founders in this space by a by a factor of like a hundred. Like I don't care if it's Jay Quan or whoever else. Like the reality is, none of those people do very little. Like very, they, like most people do very little as far as commenting and bear marketing stuff. Like they don't do say, say a fucking thing. So I, I keep on going, like just day after day after day, my autistic self or whatever, my obsessive self. And I, so I know the market and how people behave because I you can tell by like who is responding to what tweet and why and when. And like during a bull market, it's very different than than during a bear market. During a so during a bear market, you could show up like, like maybe six months ago, nine months ago, and you could basically throw up a Twitter space and like three people show up and you're like, okay, I'm just not going to have it because like nobody's here. <laughs> like what, what are we going to talk about exactly? And then when everything's starting to go up, um, like, you know, you can open up one of these things and next thing, you know, how many people in here right now? Let's see. Um, yeah, like 75 people in here just out of the blue and where did everyone come from? I don't know. So this is kind of what happens. And so it gets to the point where even the people that are like doing YouTube videos and doing Twitter spaces and shit, they get bored. They're like, what the hell? Nobody's showing up. Like Joe's here. He knows what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll throw up a YouTube video or something and like you get three, three likes and like, you know, five views. And like, why are you going to even do the video? Right. So like during bear markets, it's weird in that like the market psychology is very much this like whirlwind feedback loop where all of a sudden when price is going up, People show up, 
people start making videos, prices go up more, they make more videos. And then you see the ones on YouTube, the hundred X, you know, whatever the thousand X coins and all that shit showed up, right? Like, and you know, and then that starts spinning up and then you start the, you, even you go to YouTube, watch the comments on the YouTube uh, channels, right? Like, and, you know, you'll go during a bear market and there's not even any comments. Like, you know, someone will create a video and nobody has done any engagement. And then as time goes on, as the bear, bull market comes, people ask questions like, oh, where do I buy this? And like, where do I get the wallet from? And like, what exchange should I use? And all this other shit, right? Like, and during, when the prices are low, people are legitimately stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Like 90% of the people in this space are like designed to lose money. That's how it works. It's because nobody shows up when markets are low. This is true in the stock market as well. How many stocks did I post, Phil, in the last, what, year and a half? I'm like, I'm buying all this stuff. Everything I bought, I just pretty much posted a chart at the time that I picked it up. And everything's up. Like, I'm up like 40% plus on almost everything. And where was everybody during the bear market? And almost nobody said, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy a little bit of stock. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Almost nobody. Um, and I'm not saying you had to. Like, you know, people have money, they have money. They don't, they don't, right? Whatever. I'm just pointing out that, like, you can tell how people in the market behave because, like, nobody ever is talking at the water cooler until things are on the way up. Oh, look, NVIDIA's up now. Yeah, no shit. Well, yeah, if you bought it five years ago, you're in good shape, but you don't want to buy the top of that thing, right? So, like, <laughs> the big players tend to want to accumulate, right? Is when prices are at what they deem to be a low. And that's also, but they don't. The players that's, not, are that's what I'm saying. Like they I don't accumulate. Market, they're bear markets in a sense. Like, like I personally believe that the world is like that we live in is pretty chaotic at the current moment, and everything is so fast paced. I don't even really think you can classify things as bear or bull market. In the past couple of years, we've simultaneously been in the middle of both. You know, where people are screaming their heads off, bull, bear, bull, bear. No, there's big players that are able to move the markets, allocate their funds, and with a few clicks of their buttons can literally change change whole market caps like pour millions billions of dollars into these kinds of things yeah of course so it's hard to it's hard to focus on the on the people's sent like sentiments and their mentalities as to whether it's bear market versus bull market and i i yeah just, but like, i don't know it's i don't, I don't think it's that hard i think you're overthinking it like sure. all you have to all you have to really do is watch how um twitter behaves and you'll see the difference um yeah you'll you'll get a sense like so you know you'll know when the top is here like when people are like oh i got i made a like my nft went up to 100 grand or whatever like then you know you're finished like because that means that people are um have already made all their money on the lower risk stuff right their eth and you know adam or whatever the hell else went up and now they're gambling on every random like you know random little you know jpeg picture and stuff because they feel rich and then they're like just it's just a gigantic casino at that point um, I mean, it's a casino the whole time, but you'll know when it's like, this, you know, it's kind of top heavy, right. like cyclical in a sense where the, where people, yeah, cyclical in the, in the, where people who have accumulated at the bottom have a lot more at risk and have a lot more bags. And then people, I think what you, what you said is pretty true where when somebody wants to brag about their earnings or wants to talk about their earnings or somebody else in the same boat. Who probably accumulated even lower as well, and and that's where you can sort of tell, like even when even with Zeph, I don't want to, I don't want to like that was that was just something that I noticed is like you could almost you could almost tell like the momentum, and and the push was coming to a close, and and I think you're absolutely right that yeah people get bored like on the way down, everyone starts posting less, everybody, 
like even people in the Zephyr community start posting less because they're getting nervous or you know what happens, Bryce, is some people just sell, right? They're like, oh, I don't know. I got a three X at least. I don't want to, I don't want to lose all my gains and write it all the bottom. So what they do is they'll sell and then they're not, they're not interested in posting anymore because now they don't have their bag, right? So why are they bother posting? So some of those people are sellers that don't is why the vibe goes down for sure. And that's fine. Whatever. People can do whatever they want. That's the, that's the thing. Like it's a free market. I don't really hold it against people if they sell or buy or whatever. That's your business as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, but yeah, you, you definitely can feel the vibe. You saw it exactly what happened with Zephyr, right? So you can see how the cycle, like as it's pumping, people are really excited because on the way up, it's like, it's like a party. And on the way down, it's like misery, right? So that misery is felt by all every time there's a bear market. And as prices start to fall 10%, you're like, ah, that's just a dip. 30%, okay, that's just a dip. It could still go up. It's a bull market. And then like it drops to 40%. And that this time it actually goes down to 50%. You're like, uh-oh, that's not just a dip. That may be more than a dip, you know, and you know, like when the global market does this, right? Like, and then you're like, uh-oh, now we're in a recession. And you know, like, and so like, and the farther down it goes, then 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 the farther down it keeps going because people have to sell in order to not like lose their shirt. Because let's say they're underwater, like let's say they bought it. You know, let's say it's an asset's worth $100. They bought it, you know, 60 and now it's at 100 It drops back down to 50 So they're now down by, you know, 20% or something. And now they're like, uh-oh, I'm not sure I can be in this. I put too much of my wealth in this, and now I can't be down 20%. I can't, I can't tolerate it if it goes down lower. So they sell. So actually what happens in the market is a lot of people sell low is why the FIB extensions and the FIB retracements look like they do because people legitimately sell at the very freaking bottom and guess who's there to take your shit from you that's me on the other side stealing all the world's money and all the world's shit while you guys like all sell your shit at the bottom that's how life works dude i'm over here laughing i'm going meanwhile i'm over here <laughs> making funny videos on how to mine more of it <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> exactly hey joe what's going on man do, do joe do you do you, you have a youtube channel so you can you can describe this phenomenon and tank you do too oh yeah yep yep um Exactly what you were saying is true. I pretty much stopped making videos for three months because it was so boring. I did a few live streams and in my head, I'm like, why am I going to spend three hours to research for a 20 minute video that takes me two and a half hours to edit, put it on YouTube. Five people are going to watch it. I could easily just chat with those five people about the same thing because they've been staying in contact the whole time. And what you were saying about boredom holy hell, if that doesn't resonate with everyone in here, people literally abandon product projects once they stabilize because they're boring. And I did the same thing with a whole bunch of NFTs like four or five months ago. I just got so bored with NFTs. I'm like, you know what? These NFTs are fucking boring. They're all PFPs that no one uses as PFPs. I think fungible tokens are near bottom. I'm going to sell as many as I can and just swap that into fungible tokens. And then I'll just buy them back if I really want them that bad in six months. And it's like, like it happened to be good timing, but I've sold a lot of shit because I was bored and then it continued to spike up, you know, 10x just because I wasn't paying attention. And I think what you're saying about the extended moves, a lot of it also, there's like technical reasons for that. Like the fact that everything's traded on AMM, not a centralized exchange. I think that that exacerbates these price moves. But I think the main thing is it's just people who are just so either disconnected to what the actual value of money is and they have no idea how much risk they're putting into the game and they're forced to sell when someone like you or someone like me or someone like tank is happy to buy but also 
people that have people, never even people bought just stocks. don't understand the nature of the volatility and how brutally uh, wild it is, right? Like that's the thing. Oh, that's yeah. why I would. That's why like the SEC wants only accredited investors to buy like you know low cap you know early early stocks and stuff or whatever it is. Oh because, my like, god! I was talking. I was thinking thing. about this not even like two hours ago. I'm like, now I know why. Like maybe they those laws that are in place for you know seed rounds and startups is there because if these typical crypto people who are like 25 years old never bought a stock and they have 90 percent of their net wealth in like shit coins on like some decks yeah if, if these people were allowed to buy into startups there'd be no reason to actually do the work to make a startup succeed because the early investors exactly would just absolutely dump on them as soon right. and they would make a 5x or a 10x without ever producing a viable company or a product exactly which is no, exactly, exactly what right. happens in crypto so in the end i can't even i'm, I'm not even gonna blame it's just it's just tokenizing vaporware yeah you're like it you're, it's like you barely have to market in crypto you just have to have to have, look look at you just need a funny ticker and you're you're golden you need like a funny ticker maybe like 10 people that'll retweet you're telling me that the people in this in this telegram right now couldn't come up with a shit coin on i don't know name name a dex in cosmos and and start the market cap at 20k and run up to a million dollars in a week i bet you we can do it without even without even sure. pushing without even technically pumping sure. the price yeah i mean yeah yeah I'm, we're barely even holding, doing anything i'm still you guys, my i'm never gonna shake my autism i still got it while you guys were talking about all this i was literally on kajira's pilot uh arm and uh <laughs> I was buying a uh, uh, this Aqua token. That's uh, I guess like they're you know you guys ever play around the pilot? No, but I know about Aqua Dow. Is that what you're talking about? No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Aqua Dow. This is a. Uh, I don't want. I want. I don't want. I don't want to put uh, the thoughts in people's minds. But I'm literally doing this, the the same thing you guys are talking about right now. Like just buying some stuff. It's supposed to be a uh, a token to to offset carbon, whatever. Uh, I'm just speculating, like you know, like that's that's what you guys are talking about right now. I'm just like, oh, you know, hundred dollars at this point. Dude, come on, no, nothing <laughs> makes more sense than running an entire network to offset carbon credits. I can't wait to ape into that. I Can don't you just care. It makes sense. I don't care. Dude. I need I need a hundred. I need a hundred computers that cost fifteen k each to be running twenty four seven to offset some carbon credits. Just make a token. I'll buy it. Just DM me the ticker, and I'm good. I'll, I'm gonna get but, in on that. But this, is, but this is what we're talking about, though, right? Like, I don't care. Like, like Sefi says it a lot. Like, I wait, when you understand things, I don't care if I can buy the token at seventy six to eighty percent. Hell, even some of them at ninety six percent off. I'm gonna do it because other people are idiots, and I'm. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna Dude, I, I I was like. Um, I was looking at the whole Chihuahua phenomenon, right? Like how people actually held that token for like a year and a half, right? And I was just like, first of all, you took one for the team by not tanking the price further, right? You, people definitely had way too much of it during the lows. They missed out on tons of other opportunities and they gave everyone else more time to jump into like the injectives and like the astral ports and stuff like that. But then I'm thinking like, you know what? Good for Chihuahua because they actually deliberately redesigned their tokenomics and maintained a community all through the bear market. So is it really a shitcoin or are people just supporting a network that could actually have something built on it? I don't know, but I still think that it's okay to buy the lows. I don't think it's okay to hold 
through a 99% loss and then hold for a year and a half at the lows. I think that's silly. But you know what? That's just me. Again, if the allocation's small enough, none of that matters, right? But the, the thing is, people throw in large amounts of money and do that. And it doesn't it's not only that. If you, if you spend hours of your time a week, you know, right. paying, paying attention Debating. to Discord and paying attention to Telegram, you're, you're missing the space gets sent at you at 500 the, miles an hour. You're that's missing the, entire, you know, you're missing all yeah, the top 25 tokens. Um, yeah, that's and that's another weird allocation thing too. Like, imagine if you only buy a hundred dollars of a of a coin, whatever it is, you have pretty much zero reason to do any research about anything. Like, Absolutely. you don't, you know. And but if, at the same time, if you spend like a hundred thousand dollars on a coin, now you're like, okay, wait, what's going on? What is governance doing? What is happening in the Discord? Are they delivering on X, Y, and Z? And blah blah blah. You become like this investor mindset. Um, and then the problem is like, okay, well, may, you know, Ooh, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. Uh Oh, or look, the spud is coming out. Now you're just worried and anxious about your bag or whatever, because you're like, wait, you know, are these people going to deliver on what they're saying or my bag going to drop? And then of course, like what happens is all the FUD, it like resonates in your head when it's going to resonate in a person's head when the price goes down, because they equate the price movement with the FUD they heard and they figured that's the reason why the price went down. Where in fact, like in crypto, the price can just go down just because it does. It has it doesn't have to necessarily have anything to do with the narrative yeah. or anything else. I, I learned so, a lesson about investing way too much time into projects that I barely had any financial skin in the game. And I mm -hmm. completely had a blind spot for all the ETH layer two airdrops, right? So I probably cost myself 10 grand just because I had like a thousand bucks in stargaze nfts or something like that you know like it, it's there, there's there's so much opportunity cost well there's always opportunity costs yeah that you could you could wind absolutely up yeah getting stuck i'll with. learn yeah. i'll learn in five five more bear market five, five more cycles i'll i'll hit something good sounds pretty similar to amc when they were diluting their stock cool and actually that i was taught when i was first learning how to trade is you can basically picture two people at either side of the pool and they've got an inflatable bouncy ball in the middle. If you imagine one of them pushing it towards the other person, eventually it's going to lose momentum. It's going to stop moving. So you need the other person to push it back, right? And obviously trading is a lot more complex than that. But I think that's a really cool analogy for people to, to wrap their head around. And it's like you guys were talking about nowadays, there's a lot more catalysts that can come into the market and screw things around. You know, I guess you could envision wind starting to push the ball back and forth things that are out of the two players control but i think i think it's a really great place to start if you're new to trading because it gives you a really good idea of how when things lose momentum then yeah what's what's good about it is you can understand technical trading at a more deep level because there's not nearly as much fundamentals impacting price action it's like 95 percent sentiment narrative and technicals and like five percent fundamentals that's why it's interesting from a technical like i don't do you notice by the way you guys probably should notice that i don't do a lot of charts and shit on stocks it's like why don't i what whip out trading view and start like posting like little charts and things about fib levels and whatever shit on stocks because there's too many other elements in stocks that make that like less predictable so FIB extensions and all this work great in a sentiment-driven, psychology-driven market, not so much in a stock market situation where like the Fed could say something and the next thing you know, everything tanks or everything pumps or whatever else, right? Like it has right. nothing to do with chart anything. It just simply like actual fundamentals in the real world to have a, have a role or like earnings will come out 
you know, so-and-so like Macy's didn't have good earnings. Oh, my Macy's stock pumped 80%. Why? Because I sold that too, because like, I didn't expect that to happen because someone bought out the Macy's stores and that led to the stock pumping a big pile. And I'm like, okay, I'm in the green. I didn't really want to hold Macy's that bad. I just bought it because it was in the bear market. I thought I could like make a buck and maybe get some dividend yield. But if it popped 80%, I'm selling. But the point is like, I didn't predict with any chart that it was going to pop 80% because I didn't know someone was going to buy out the company, right? Whereas in crypto, you don't have to worry about too many of these kind of like externalities so much. Obviously, you can have like rug pulls. You could have like technical failures or some shit could happen like that. But generally speaking, you're not going to have to sit there and read the news every day in crypto and figure out what the hell, why did my coin go up? You know, right? Like it just sort of does with the rest of the market, which I think is kind of the fun part. There are probably people who just simply make money buying dex tokens or buying small cap tokens that are micro cap tokens that are just correlated to dex tokens that they know are going to do well if it's traded on an amm um it's it's oh, so yeah. high it's almost like buying an et like if you bought osmo yeah you're buying an etf almost like you don't need index tokens in crypto right and i, I i'm willing to bet that if celestia never launched the, into all the cosmos tokens would have only achieved like 50% of the gains that they that they've that they've um realized so far because everything's so correlated via these these AMMs it's it's really unbelievable how yep, tight AMM correlation is. yeah yeah you're right because like when you when you tie a token to another token if one goes up the other sort of are automatically goes up because they, yeah. the way I mean works. I mean if if Celestia never launched mm-hmm. where where would the prices be where they're at for you know, Osmo, Jackal, all these other ones that are tied, you know, maybe it's not direct, but via... There's an effect. And there's there's another indirect effect, Joe, and that is like, maybe some of the price movement is due to that, but the rest is due to the fact that like, when people see number go up, they like to jump into that coin. Oh yeah, I was in one... So there's a feedback loop. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the people who they, they sit there at a roulette table, they bet black. But then as the wheel is spinning and starting to slow down, they throw like 17 other bets onto the board. And even though they win, they actually break even or something, you know, like they hit a number, but they still lose. And it's, I've had friends that play, play roulette like that, where they don't even put bets out until the wheel starts slowing down because it's more of a thrill. And they see like, they, they just see more bets on, you know, psychological, they see more bets on one side of the board than the other. They feel like they have to fill up the other side with their chips. And I've had friends hit like five, six, seven, roulette spins in a row and lose money because that that's when that's what they do it's 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 crypto like it's what, what you described people come in when things are interesting and things are interesting when price is already up like 5 10x from the bottom the difference Damn, I, need, I need to find that, that casino man i swear to god whenever i go and bet on the roulette that lady the dealer she i like i linger my hand i'm filling the freaking the whole board and she's like get off get off and like she doesn't let me linger when that ball starts slowing down <laughs> get your hand off the freaking table <laughs> oh no they, they let you they let you put while the wheel's spinning they let you put bets out and they'll then they'll oh say, yeah but if it's slowing down no i don't know which bets. one you've been at dude <laughs> they'll say, listen i'm i'm a grimy you know new yorker i go to atlantic city you pretty much bring your own fucking roulette wheel into a casino <laughs> hey i gotta get out of here so uh merry christmas to you guys if i don't speak to you i put up a. Uh, in the nest yep. it's funny as hell did you see that that uh that music video they made about cosmos we're in it joe it's fucking yeah oh, fuck. i think oracle made it yeah <laughs> can everyone hear you guys like accurately yeah. i think so i oh. hear them all right sorry 
Might be. I, I have a new phone, so I don't know if I'm coming in loud and clear. I no, just you're, got you're, you're fine. You uh, sound Merry, good. Merry Christmas, guys. I'm out of here. I got, I got an iPhone. I'm learning how to use it. You guys both sound great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, when Joe came up here, I didn't hear him, but I have captions on, so I had to drop down and come back up so I could actually hear him. Hmm. Anyway. Um, Kit, those are settings you probably put on your phone after you met me. I'm getting ready to do some dinner this evening with the fam. Um, but um, yeah, anyway, so like, I think the thing is like right now I'm feeling on the whole uh, uh, quite a few uh, charts are looking bullish. And that's good because like so long as people are making money on some of the stuff, they'll tend to rotate that into other stuff. That's one thing. The second thing is like if some of the stuff is popping off in price, even if it's not the thing you own, that's good because that creates a tension. And that attention will typically, you know, dribble into everything else at some level. Remember, like price is the meme and the meme is the price. So like it just goes, it's just a big feedback loop. And um, you'll see it like in Google searches, which I think are only like at like 20% of like, you know, 2021 highs or something like that for crypto and Bitcoin and this and that. So uh, we're, we're still reasonably early now. Like, could this be a little bit of like a disbelief rally? And then there's a dip to shake people out maybe. Cause remember the early participants are the ones that are more likely to be playing with leverage. So, cause the, cause the early folks, you know, are the ones that are in the space. They know how to go and gamble. Um, the spot buyers who are like retail who come in later are a slightly different group. Um, they don't have the slightest clue how to execute leverage in the, in the, when they first start out. So what you can have is like, you know, some of the early moves that we've seen so far. And I, I know like in some spaces, you know, there was a guy that's like, he's kind of a chain link guy, but he had like a five X leverage long that he opened up at like seven bucks and, you know, ran the thing up to like 15 bucks and sold it or something like that. And, you know, these are the kinds of things that basically cause price to start stalling out because these leverage players start to to sell and then you have to give it a little bit of time like a month or two for the spot buyers to show up because remember the price was a signal that signal was caused by the first leverage traders and then when that signal goes out and people go ooh the market's moving the market's moving um i i got to figure out what i'm going to do and then they go and start buying spot and then that will stabilize things so like um i, I love chainlink as a perfect example cuz it has such a perfect chart for all this shit um and then like it, it goes to its resistance to like 1580. It sits there for about well, a month and a half, you know, fluctuating between 12 and 15 bucks, but doesn't go back to its bear market levels again. And that's really bullish so far. And if it takes off, like this is all you need to know. If Chainlink moves from like 15 bucks to 32 bucks, then the bull market is on as far as I'm concerned. Like that's how I'm going to know in my, like in my, in my mind or, or flip side would be if BTC passes all high, then you know as well. But why do these matter? Because like, um, BTC would be considered like quality. Chainlink would be considered reasonable quality, like actual utility stuff that does things and with legit teams, whatever. And that means like some mixture of like the 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 leverage traders up front, but also just the smart money, like you know the funds, like the Galaxy Digitals or whoever. You know, then it's they've probably done accumulating by that point. And so those are the same guys that might go and then like start moving the markets on purpose and just playing shenanigans because they know that like we've gotten our bag secured. We're going to go execute some leverage over here, here and here, pump the market, get all the attendance to sort of show up. Right. It's like throwing flyers out. 
And um, so like if the quality plays like Chainlink, these are the ones that like a Galaxy Digital is going to buy or like a, you know, uh, what's it called? Grayscale might you know, be involved with or whatever. Then what will happen is it's like if those go up, then all the rest of the stuff can go up. The random stuff can go up when retail shows up. And then the other stuff like so that to me is like the 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 stuff that would go up in a healthy market is quality projects that um that institutional grade money is going to show up and buy in my mind and then like the rest of stuff popping off like injective and this and that yeah i mean you're going to have every season some people some people are going to gamble on certain tokens for whatever reason right that's going to happen um but that even in a bear market you can have like things pop off like for example um, Caspa took off and whatever else. So there, there's some things that will do well in a bear market occasionally. Um, and, and that's every cycle. Uh, in fact, Chainlink was, took off first in 2020 before a lot of other shit did. Um, cause it was kind of a new entrant into the market at the time. And so you wind up with these kind of interesting sort of bellwethers that give you some sense of like where things are going. And my sense is that like, if Chainlink can break this resistance within the next, like, you know, a couple of weeks and you're able to sort of hit like maybe the next fib level up like 21 bucks or the next one after that, which is like 32, then that sends like a really, really solid signal to me that like the smart money's in, they have like, you know, they're not selling and, uh, and, uh, and, and everything else can take off and, and, you know, BTC happening is in April. So that's the strongest meme in all of crypto, like bar none, like there's not even, nothing even comes close. Like, you know, and so that that's coming. And I've seen very few happening memes or happening talk at all on, on Twitter, except for whatever I've posted. Um, or maybe I'm just blind or something. So that's some of it. And then like the, everyone's talking about the whole ETF thing and whatever for Bitcoin. And obviously that's all a general positive for the next year. It may not necessarily mean that it's positive immediately. You might have a dump from, you know, sell the news type stuff or who knows. But I think like we're fine for the next, uh, you know, six months or so everything's looking like election year, like Phil said, like the next nine months to year, I think uh, you're going to wind up with a pretty stable um, uptick uh, in everything. So I, I'm pretty comfortable thinking like this market is probably like 80% bullish and that 20% bearishness I have is probably more my disbelief because like I've been through this bear market and, you know, like inflation's going on and whatever the fuck else, like you can always find reason to budge your own bags, right? Like, like where you feel like hmm, it's probably not going to go up for some reason. Maybe like everyone's in a lot of credit card debt or inflation's really bad and Europe's in a recession or whatever. You know, there's all sorts of reasons why maybe like not as many crypto people show up to buy your bags or whatever. Like, and uh, I think Willie Wu is like, oh yeah, I think we're going to go sideways for a really long time. Like maybe we're not going to break highs and do all this. And we're just going to go like up and down sideways. Um, and so like, yeah, people have different opinions about this stuff, of course. Um, so that's why Phil was saying like, oh, I don't know, like maybe it's getting a little bit late already and maybe you shouldn't be buying anything now. <laughs> so, so even he's in disbelief, even though we've only like popped like, you know, a small bit off of our, our off the lows in the altcoin space. So the disbelief is always going to be like, wait, is someone going to come to buy these bags or not? Right. And then and then you've seen like coins who sort of become semi dead, like, for example, um, like, I don't know, like Litecoin and some of these others, they, they get it. They catch some bid like, you know, Bitcoin cash and whatever. They catch a bid, but they don't necessarily like take off to like new mega highs and do all the stuff people predicted they would. Like, where's my chain link at 5,000? I'm not chain link. Uh, where's my uh, uh, Litecoin at $5,000, for example? Remember that meme, Joe? Do you remember how that, like, 
<laughs> that was I, I remember all those Bitcoin forks used to uh -huh. move more erratically than Bitcoin. And right now, Bitcoin mm -hmm. is absolutely burying them. But you, you mentioned something earlier mm -hmm. when you mentioned that, like, other but, but everyone, I, my point is everyone's worried that, like, their chain or their coin the pr next season will be the same thing that happened to the, the other quote-unquote dino coins, right? That's always the worry. Oh, yeah. You could, like you said, you could always fund your own bags. But I think what you mentioned before, I, I sort of noticed where these tokens that maybe I wasn't paying attention to, they just pop off like 20% in a day, then another 20% five days later, whether it be Caspa, um, Rune, Render, um, Chainlink obviously is, was was really like first, you know, a couple of months ago. Yeah, Rune and Chainlink these are like led this time, I think. Yeah. I mean, aside from injective, maybe right, but that that was like an oddball, in my opinion. But do you think these are the big players just accumulating and they're just making their buys in one day and they're just satisfied with the position? Are these just is it like seller exhaustion or they just catch a narrative? I think. Oh, you mean why did they like? No, I think like anytime something pumps a lot, you're going to have that several month sort of like one to three month kind of sideways consolidation type behavior. So I think that's normal. Like Rune and like uh, Chainlink, all same story. Like they 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 moved early, so they go sideways early, and then those exact same people that own those coins get all upset because they're like, oh, my bag's going down, and all this other shit's popping off, and like, uh, what am yeah. I doing in this right? I'm, and then I'm they and to avoid then, that right now. And yeah, then no, people I, I, try to rotate, and then like, yeah, if you rotated immediately after your coin popped and 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 moved into something else, that'd be one thing. But what people do instead is, here's what actually happens: people, your coin will pop, it'll go up to whatever two x, three x, whatever, and then you know a week or two will go by because it takes at least that long to figure out what your trend is, right? And then you're like, uh oh, my trend is down. And then by that point, some other shit's popping off, and you're like, mm, I don't know, maybe I'll wait here. And then they'll people wait another week, and they'll see, kind of see what happens. And then they get nervous, and then they'll sell their bag low because they're like, oh, that's performing better over there. And then they'll run and go buy that shit. And the problem is that's already like half pumped already, right? And um, then yeah. that thing will 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 have a little bit of a dip that you just bought, and like it'll drop ten percent. You're like, oh shit! Now not only did I drop to you know. 30% of the coin I, I I mooned on, but then the one I bought went down 10%. Now I'm down, whatever. And so like now your bag just looks ugly and that's how people think. And then like- I, uh, I did that I did that exact thing in 2017, yeah. 2018. I was actually, I was losing money as the prices were going up. Yeah, which which like, I, I think the thing is like, if you're, your particular coin, like, you know, mooned for some reason, a rune or a zephyr or like a chain link or whatever it is, it, it's, it really did a good solid move. Like it does make sense to either Either you do one of two things. You either sell and get out because you just don't care. Or B, you decide like, okay, I'm just going to hold it. Um, let the thing consolidate, not fumble the bag. Because remember, when you're talking about stuff that goes up 10, 100,000 X, right? The risk on these things is not like, oh, did I get a 2X or a 3X? The risk is like, whoops, I missed the 100X. Like, what the hell did I just do? And because you, you really don't need to be in crypto for like a 2X or 3X. Like, you 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 typically are in crypto because you want like 10X pluses because that's what the risk you're taking is, is should be correlated with. So getting things low, um, like leaving them alone, not fucking with them for a good solid like year or so, and then kind of re reassessing as time goes on makes sense and like you these these like short-term pullbacks like that go for like one two three months over an 18 month period remember like usually you'll have like four or five of those pullbacks all the way to the top so what are you gonna like shake you're gonna sh get shaken out every time that happens i mean like what are you doing at that point right i think people people that, like, 
people yeah, do and they'll continue to be and i think yeah. what you're describing makes it really hard i think i think adam holders are probably very nervous right now because everything around adam's pumping and yeah. then what, what do we got we got 20 percent. and to your point you, if you're holding the whole bear market you're not holding for a 2x you're holding for a 10x otherwise what's the point you could just get into stocks right yeah and, and even adam and, and others like you had to really be picking those up at the bottom Right. It's like yep. so if you, yep. if you continue to get them at the bottom and you're getting just a notoriously high yield, then you're just your, your, your portfolio is just ripping right now. So this, it's even Adam is like uh, it's uh, a hard one for people to understand because like they don't realize how much yield was being put out of this thing. So like the market cap and the yield like don't really like um, it makes it hard for a person to assess. But my Adam's doing just fine if you think about the fact that like. I got way more Adam at the bottom and I got like 40% more Adam over the last two years because it was like 20% yield or something. And then on top of that, the price is back to like higher than when I, the, what the average value of the bag actually is. So it's doing just fine. Like it hasn't gone like a completely ape shit. But remember the new people that show up um, when they come in, like, uh, you know, let's say a, a full on bull market, um, they don't really care what they're buying. They literally just go into Coinbase and start pushing buttons. Right. Like they don't they're like, ooh, what's Adam? What's this? What's that? They just start pushing buttons. So I don't think it necessarily matters. Um, you know, like, but at the same time, will will say Adam, for example, make a 10x from here? I don't I don't know. Will it break prior high? It there's a fair chance of it. But there is this disbelief too among any coin that hasn't moved yet. You're like, wait a minute, is it just not gonna move at all or what? You know, like people always think like this. And um, it's like that negativity actually permeates the market in a sense because whatever chain you're in the more negative you are the other people are like wait i don't want to be around that shit right like <laughs> like if if uh if you like, think less retail might come in this time just because of all the shit that happened last time mm, i don't know retail usually shows up no matter what happens there's yeah. always some newbie there's some oh, remember it's a global market there's always someone new true you got billions of people out there right only a small fraction are in crypto you like your friends or whoever and you know you, you know that got wrecked in whatever that we got wrecked in like that's a small group of people and we have a tendency to project that like the whole world got exposed to ftx luna and voyager when, when that's clearly not the case right like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that didn't get exposed to any of those things and they couldn't care less that those are still small fractions so yeah it's easy it's easy to see all the news and assume that anyone cares I think every year, every year, every moment, like there's a new person entering the market um, every day is like my phrase is like there's a hodler born every day, pretty much for every coin. And that, you know, and that sort of maintains those networks. Otherwise, how is Litecoin still around? Right. All you have to look at is go, wait a minute, Litecoin's still around and it makes higher lows every year. Uh, Monero still around since 2014. It makes higher lows every season um etc cetera, etc cetera. and it goes on and on and on like this so this idea that everyone just disappears is just simply just not true at all um new people just keep showing up so it, it, you'll be fine <laughs> so people should just kind of always keep their chin up during bear markets just keep moving it, you know learn some new things make some new friends and like figure out how to um you know coordinate a little bit better you know you know, help each other discover things and stuff like that. I mean, like really in, in, I think what, like we've all learned is like over the last years is that like, um, getting a good network of people together that, you know, knows some different things does help. Right. Like 
Like, I, like I didn't know anything about Zephyr until Up just whispered in my ear. He's like, oh, you got to look at this. I'm like, okay. And so like, I'm going to get a bag where like Bruce will tell me something or like whoever, um, you know, I'm like, and, and you know, like we just heard about like dimension coming out and Andromeda, I didn't realize is coming out by the end of the month. Right. These are all things that are probably, you know, stuff that I'll probably just ape into just park a bag there and just leave it because, you know, these are early, early cosmos coins. Why not? Kind of a thing. So it, you can make a lot more mistakes when you're really early because the, a lot of the upside hasn't been realized yet. So you can throw a small bag, like a tiny little amount, and just let it ride and just see what happens. Um, and that's a good thing, I think, uh, to, to sort of keep in mind always. is like the majors are easy to pay attention to because everyone's talking about them. But the small plays here and there, you may not need very much money to do well with them. And that's, that's a plus. And they're just fun. Like, I mean, do I really need to make money off all these things? Not really. I just think they're fun. It's, it's fun when number goes up and maybe it's just a gambling addiction or something and uh it's just exciting times anyway um okay i'm gonna head out guys i gotta go get the fam together and get ready to go out to dinner we're gonna go out to eat tonight with everybody nice all right take it easy man yep so we don't catch anybody uh next couple of days merry christmas everybody Hey, Merry Christmas. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of pain. It's red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting nottas And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning Forming mycological Bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better a place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got Motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Ten spaces. 